You are listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. Our goal is to help you follow what Jesus taught in Matthew 6:33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, here's our host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Deanna Hand from Peoria, Arizona. Deanna attends Venture Church in Glendale, Arizona. She is an investigator for Adult Protective Services for the state of Arizona. Deanna will be sharing her testimony and in this testimony series for women called Women Leaders Who Weep for Jesus which is based on the scripture in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, which says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And the second scripture is in Psalm 145, verse 18 through 20, which says, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. Thank you, Deanna, for being on Faith City Outreach to courageously share your testimony when the Lord took you out of an unfaithful marriage and delivered you from a life of prescription drugs, depression, and daily thoughts of suicide. I know this will encourage and give hope to women to seek Jesus, who is our way maker, our miracle worker and light in the darkness, found in the scripture, Isaiah 42, verse 16. Thank you. You're welcome. Deanna, I just want to have you share a little bit about your salvation story. I know that when you sent it to me, I read it, and there was some things that I did not even know about, but I'm going to let you share that. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, it started back in 2011, and I was thought I was happily married and my husband and I went to a co-worker of his husband who had passed away mm-hmm. and in his funeral when I first walked in they had a live band and I thought there's no way I would ever join this church that's just too much too much but I listened to the funeral and what he had to say and he had, he had said that someone he wanted someone to be saved and I didn't know what that meant and so after Words, I asked his wife what it meant and she said let's get together and within a year I had been baptized and when you were baptized what was the first experience you felt afterwards or the first change you noticed in your life at first there wasn't a big change other than I had met a bunch of ladies that really helped me overcome rough times in my life but as it went on and life got rougher the Lord came to me and brought me out of where I was and put me in a good place. So you also said that you were sitting for, I want to say seven or eight years. I read that in your testimony for um, a breakthrough to come, but you were using prescription drugs. Yes, I was. uh, They had diagnosed me with fibromyalgia and I was on Oxycontin and morphine daily, four times a day. And I was just sitting in a chair, just vegging for seven or eight years. And and then one day a thought came to me and it said, you know, you're either going to get fatter 
and just die of an overdose or something dramatic is going to have to happen. And within a few years, something dramatic did happen. And, and I found myself driving my husband to the airport on December 24th to live the rest of his life with another woman. Mm. And I said to the Lord, that's dramatic enough for me. And then I followed his lead from then forward. And now I'm happy. I'm happy. I've never been happier. Do you still have fibromyalgia? Yes. And I also have um, rheumatoid arthritis. And are you still taking um, medication for those? No, just prayer and and uh, trying to watch what I eat to try and help with the inflammation. What started you taking prescription drugs? What led to you to that? Doctor's suggestion to help control the pain. And I didn't realize that that was supposed to be for a short time. And then seven years later, I was still on it. And now we find out that Oxycontin is only for a short period of time. If I had known that, I wouldn't have been on it. Right. Now, did that also lead to depression or did you have depression prior to taking those prescription drugs? I had depression prior to that. Um, One of my greatest wants in life was to be a wife and a mother. And I was able to be a wife, but to my, um, I wasn't able to carry any children. I had five miscarriages and that led to a lot of depression. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And I didn't have the Lord in my, in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. And if I had, I think it would have really, really made things a lot better. And that probably just increased the depression right after you had a, a miscarriage, I, yes. I'm assuming. Each, each one, yes. As each one, it got worse. I'm sorry about that. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm fine now. Right. But that was just, that was the thing that I didn't even realize and didn't even know about you. And um, because we talked about, you know, in the past, we talked about children, but mm-hmm. that was something that I didn't know that is very important to your testimony. Yes. Do you still wish you were a mother? Um, yes, I do. But I find other ways to fulfill that need. I have friends um, with children with special needs, and they're kind of like my children now. So I enjoy being around them. That's good. What advice would you give to other people, women especially? They may be taking prescription drugs or maybe experiencing depression or even experiencing daily thoughts of suicide. What would you tell them? I think you have to find the Lord first and pray. And he He, guide, he guided me through all my depression. Um found ways to get me off the medicine but I would the thing the Lord showed me was to quit having self-pity quit having what I call the poor me is always feeling sorry for myself this is why this happened why has that happened and start caring about other people and the more I cared about other people the, the less I thought about my illnesses and my depression and all the past things all the bad things that had happened and started thinking about all the good things that the Lord has started to do for me and show me that I can accomplish if I try. That's interesting you say that. However, how does one get out of self-pity? It takes a lot of encouragement, which I had a church to do uh, to help me with that. Uh, my church, very powerful, uh, very strong women. Uh, they helped me and a lot of prayer. I also had professional help too. I did see a psychiatrist, so I, I, I didn't go it alone. I had the Lord first, 
And then I added the other uh, support systems. Right. I was going to ask you about that too, if you recommend adding um, uh, professional counseling to your situation. I did. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it helped a lot. It helped me understand a lot of things about myself. And how long did you seek professional counseling? I'm still seeking it. Okay. And daily struggles. uh, My, my, job sometimes can be a little high pressured and so just good time good to speak to somebody about it sometimes what advice would you give to women who may be reluctant to seek professional counseling to pray about it and to please please see it see a christian counselor seek out a christian counselor otherwise you may be led astray right exactly that's so true what today now that you are a Christian, and now that you have the Lord in your life, tell us about your relationship with the Lord. Because I know now that you are an investigator for adult protective services for the state of Arizona. How is the Lord helping you right now? I know your relationship has gotten much stronger. So how is the Lord helping you now with your job? Well, I uh, have to go out sometimes and look for homeless people. And I have to help people that are in dire situations. Every time I have a new client or a new case, I pray over that person. And I would say I, I have done 130 cases and I have found 128 of them. So, and without prayer, I don't think I would have found as many as I did. Wow. So the Lord, I pray every day, at least <laughs> every new case. So everybody gets a prayer. Right. That's amazing. That is powerful. The power of prayer and seeking the Lord. And he promises to help us if we seek him. And he does. He delivers. Yes, he delivers. So are there, what kind of challenges do you have though um, at your job? Well, sometimes I just get a description of, of uh, a person, like one of my first, very first cases, I was told that the adult was 22. They told me the race and about where he was staying. And my roommate and I prayed, especially since it was one of my first cases. And I drove right to him. I, I got, I had an idea and he was at, at a house. They said he hung around this park and I drove to the house that he happened to be walking by at that time. And I asked him if he was who he was and he said, yes. And so, and he was fine. But that really, really, really flipped my lid. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) Right. That really, that's really powerful because it really lets me know and lets people know that having a relationship with the Lord is, is truly amazing because he will guide you. And as we mentioned that he will deliver. I mean, he took you right to that person. He did. (laughs) He did. I couldn't believe it. And he does it all the time. I'll, I'll be so lost on a case and I'll say, Father, please guide me. I have no idea what to do. And within a few minutes, it's like, oh, duh. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> giving me a hard time, like you should have known, you know, but he answers me. He talks to me. Right. So I, I feel like I have a great relationship. He's like a best friend for me. Yes. Deanna, do you have some practical advice concerning a woman's day-to-day life? Um, just try and be happy. Pray and always praise the Lord. Um, 
I start my day every morning with praise music, reading the scripture, mm. and then pray throughout the day. It just keeps you going. And, and when you're having a hard day, pray. He'll come mm-hmm. and give you a warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart. And even when you're not having a hard, a hard day, pray, yes. right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Both ways. Good and bad. Always Good pray. and bad. Just pray without ceasing, right? Yes. <laughs> what have you been praying about lately in your free time? I mean, I know that you pray for your clients at work, but how about just apart from work? There's a couple of things. Um, mostly my family. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a sister. And her two children and a father that do not know the Lord. Mm -hmm. And they are all pretty unhappy. And they have noticed how happy I have been. Mm -hmm. And they've been asking me and I've been telling them. And so hopefully they'll show up at church one day. And how have they been responding to your happiness and the joy of the Lord? They just can't believe the difference between me and five years ago. I'm like a different person. My mother's even said she's walked in the door and not even recognized me. Because wow. just different person I am than I was five years ago. Does she like this different person? Oh, she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What have you been learning from the word lately? Grace. Mm-hmm. I've learned grace. I learned that I need to give, not to prejudge, because I used to prejudge a lot of people, a lot of situations. And now I've learned to give grace to every situation and learn the entire story before I judge. And, and then I don't even try to judge. I try to help the situation out to, to, to help that person or the situation. But grace is my big thing right now. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about your relationship with the Lord that we have not mentioned? Um, that he has always been there, even as a child, and I didn't know it. I did not know it. I look back at situations and think, how can I make it? How did I make it through that alive? And he's just always been there. And I I didn't know that, but I do know. Mm-hmm. I know the Holy Spirit has always been there for me. Do you think that many prescription drug users or even just drug users want a way out of their lifestyle? Yes. And whether don't know it, how? Right. Whether it be getting clean or the the worst the other way the other way suicide so most i i feel that i felt that way and i would assume the way my life is going that most drug users or people on prescription drugs are not very happy so the first thing they need to do is what seek counseling with their doc actually seek professional help from their pcp their primary care doctor so that they can recommend how to t- to go about getting off of the medication without having withdrawals whether they need to go into a clinic or a housing or something like that, but don't do it by yourself. Okay. So they need definitely need a support system. Yes. Support system. Yes. So for those people who don't have a support system, like a family that aren't supportive, what would you suggest? There's a lot of communities out there nowadays um, that, that the, the state offers. But what if somebody doesn't know for example, doesn't know how to get into a computer and search for the resources. I would find my closest church, my closest Christian church. Okay. And I would go there and tell them I'm hurting, I need help. And hopefully it'll be a a wonderful church like ours. Imagine yourself in front of thousands of women and you had 
only one minute to share an important word or important advice, what would you say to them in one minute? You're in front of thousands of women. One of my favorite scriptures is always be content no matter the circumstance. So always find some way to be content because if you're always looking for the ugly, you're going to find it. So always try and find the rose in the bush. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you so much, Deanna, for sharing your testimony to all the listeners. I just really appreciate you courageously sharing your testimony. And I just wonder if you can just end in prayer for those who right now may be listening, or even if they're not listening, that we're praying for those who may be on prescription drugs or even drug users, those who are in depression, or those who are experiencing suicide thoughts. Can you end in a short prayer, please? Yes, yes. Our dear Father in heaven, we ask that you look out for those that are in trouble or in pain, that you they may find you and, and be lifted up to you and that they can find the truth and have the faith to get clean and be happy and, and lead, lead a productive life. Father, please, I just bless them. Bless all of them that they will become clean. And, and Father, thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Deanna, I bless you with this scripture found in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 through 8. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. For more information about receiving counseling and community information in the state of Arizona, you can go to 211arizona.org or you can call 877-211-8661. Again, that phone number is 877-211-8661. You've been listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Join us next time as Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. All music is courtesy of Zapsplat.com, and our thanks goes out to Four Winds Ministries in Arizona for partnering with Faith City Outreach. If you'd like to support this ministry, just go to fcoprogram.com and click the donate button. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.